Welcome to Mount Olive First Pentecostal Holiness Church. Thank you for connecting with us. Our desire at MOF PHC is for you and your family to find hope in Jesus Christ so that He will transform your life. Thanks again for connecting with us. Please contact us if we can help you discover God's purpose for your life. Enjoy the message. So happy Mother's Day uh, to all of our mothers. We give honor what honor is due, and we give honor to our mothers today. And I know it's a, uh, a special time. It's also a very tender time for some. And we just pray God to give you strength and give you peace as you celebrate Mother's Day today because our mothers are very special. Amen. Amen. Come on, let's say amen with our clap today that our mothers are very special. Well, I believe God's given me a word today uh, for all of us that are here, but it's really geared toward our, our moms, and I don't want the, the uh, men to check out on me because this word is very relevant to every single one of us that are here today, but being Mother's Day, um, I think the focus here from what God has put on my heart would be geared toward mothers. Now, former U.S. President, Teddy Roosevelt he said this about mothers he said this here he says when all is said and done it is the mother and the mother only who is a better citizen than the soldier who fights for his country the mother who does her part in rearing and training aright the boys and girls who are to be the men and women of the next generation is of greater use to the community and occupies if she only would realize it a more honorable as well as more important position than any man in it. She is more important by far than the successful statesman or businessman or artist or scientist. Those are the words from former President, U.S. Uh, President Teddy Roosevelt. And what he was saying was that mothers have the influence to shape the future of a nation. Come on, don't lose me here, come on. Mothers have the influence to shape the future of a nation. These moms that stood on this platform today, uh, Sarah and uh, Christina and Danielle, they're, they're mothers who have the, the influence to, uh, to, to change the future of a nation because of the position they're in as moms, as mothers. And the Bible, if you study the Bible, the Bible is full of amazing mothers who influenced the future. There's one I want to uh, share with you today, and her name is Jochebed. Jochebed. Some people pronounce it in different ways, but I've heard it pronounced Jochebed. That is the mother of Moses. Now, you may say, well, that's a weird name. Well, Moses' father was named Amram. So we got uh, Daddy Amram and the mother, the mother of Jochebed, and Jochebed was the mother of Moses. And we can learn from this godly mother how to live a godly life this is what I want you to get right here we can learn from the mother of Moses how we can live a godly life in an ungodly world how we can live a godly life in an ungodly world now if you have your Bibles I want you to go ahead and turn with me to uh, Exodus chapter 2 Exodus chapter 2 verses 1 through 10 
I'm going to read to you here. And her name's not mentioned, but it's actually mentioned in Exodus chapter 6, but we know that his mother is Jochebed. And it says, Now a man of the house of Levi married a Levite woman, and she became pregnant and gave birth to a son. When she saw that he was a fine child, she hid him for three months. But when she could hide him no longer, she got a papyrus basket for him and coated it with tar and pitch. And then she placed the child in it and put it among the reeds along the bank of the Nile. That's the Nile River. His sister stood at a distance to see what would happen to him. Then Pharaoh's daughter went down to the Nile to bathe, and her attendants were talking, or excuse me, were walking along the river bank. She saw the basket among the reeds and sent her slave girl to get it. She opened it and saw the baby. He was crying, and she felt sorry for him. This is one of the Hebrew babies, she said. And then his sister asked Pharaoh's daughter, Shall I go and get one of the Hebrew women to nurse the baby for you? Yes, go, she answered. And the girl went and got the baby's mother. Pharaoh's daughter said to her, Take this baby and nurse him for me, and I will pay you. So the woman took the baby and nursed him. When the child grew older, she took him to Pharaoh's daughter, and he became her son. She named him Moses, saying, I drew him out of the water if you were to go into the New Testament in the great hall of fame of faith in Hebrews chapter 11 you're going to read there about Moses' mom and dad and it says in Hebrews 11:23, by faith Moses' parents hid him for three months after he was born because they saw he was no ordinary child and they were not afraid of the king's edict Father, bless this word. I pray, Holy Spirit, that you would anoint this time. Jesus, may your name be lifted and exalted through it all. And we pray, Lord, that you'll be glorified. In the name of Jesus, we pray. Amen. Now, let me give you a little bit of context here. Moses' mother was raising a family in a very dark and difficult time. If you know your Bible, and I'm sure many of you have heard the story of Moses over uh, your life, God's people during that time were living as slaves in Egypt. Egypt was not a godly nation. In fact, it had turned very dark and very evil. It was an anti-God nation. The Egyptian culture during that time was wicked and evil and in fact it was so wicked and so evil that the, the government of that day in that land they ordered that all the male Hebrew boys that were born during this time that they would be killed. That was the order from the government from Pharaoh who was the king at the time and he instructed because they were afraid that the Israelite boys and the families would continue to grow and if war broke out then uh, they would turn against the Egyptians and take over. So Pharaoh made this law of the land and ordered that all newborn Hebrew boys that they be thrown into the Nile River. And that order was given to all the Egyptians. If you saw a Hebrew child, if you saw, uh, excuse me, a Hebrew newborn baby boy, you were to throw that child in the Nile River. It was a very ungodly land, anti-God. And Jochebed, the mother of Moses, she finds herself trying to raise a family in an ungodly land. She's a godly woman. She's a righteous woman. And she's trying to raise a family in an ungodly land. 
you compare the ungodly place to where we are today in our culture we're living under a government that that is growing more and more anti-Christ and because the government is growing more and more anti-Christ is creating a culture in America today that is definitely anti-Christ and just like Moses' day there's a battle for the souls of our children here in America there is a battle going on friend just like the battle for the children of Moses' day there is a battle going on for the souls of our children here in our land our children, come on now, they're being attacked like never before. We're seeing it all around us. We see laws of the land that have been written throughout history that have been promoted and even permitted to kill babies. We see laws of the land, and this is happening right now in our land. We see laws in the land that are promoting and permitting the molestation of children. We're seeing laws in our land being passed and promoted and, and permitted uh, to allow the mutilation of our children. And Satan is using the LGBT movement to open the door for these attacks to come in. You may not agree with that, but it is the truth. And they'll open up a door now, and what's going to happen is there'll be letters continue that will be added to this movement. LGBT, and then it'll be P, pedophilia, pedophiles, and everybody will just want their rights, and they'll say it's right, and they'll have their way. Friend, it's the devil trying to attack this next generation. So how can we live a godly life? How do we live a godly life when we're living in an ungodly land, an ungodly place? Well, we can learn from this mother right here, the mother of Moses. The very first thing that we need to do, if you're going to live a godly life in an ungodly land, you need, listen, arise, mothers. You need to arise in faith. You need to arise in faith. Jochebed, she relied on the Lord to help her in those dark and difficult days can you imagine a mom and some of you know what it feels like to have that kind of pressure on you the stress the anxiety the concern this mother had raising her children in an ungodly land she could have been easily overcome by all the, all the darkness and all the evil that was being uh, permitted during that time but she refused to give in to it and she relied on the Lord for everything that she needed Regardless of the pressure, regardless of the problems, re regardless of the darkness, regardless of the things that she was walking through, uh, this mother of Moses, she made a choice that she was going to rise up in faith. She made a choice as a godly mother that she was going to walk by faith and not walk by fear. And that's what we have to do in our day and time. Mothers, wake up. You need to arise in faith and make your mind up that you're not going to be overcome by what's going on in the world around you. You're not going to be overcome by the pressures and the problems that you're going through. You're going to rise up and you're going to trust the Lord for everything because your walk of faith, your walk of faith is making a difference in your family. This mother was living out her faith in front of her family. Her daughter was there. In fact, uh, we, we know that um, it says in the word there that his sister was there uh, watching Pharaoh's daughter so there was an impact of her faith in front of her family her husband moms listen to me are you living out your faith in front of your family I'm asking you moms are you living out your faith in front of your family 
whether you realize it or not you need to know that your faith is influencing and impacting your family your children what you say and what you do and how you respond during troubling times will be an example for your children your children are watching you you know they're soaking up everything like a sponge your children are watching you and how you're going to react and how you're going to respond when things get dark and things get desperate and things get difficult they're learning from your example they're learning from your example when things get dark and things get difficult and you lose it guess what they learn to lose it you worry and they learn to worry you fall to pieces and they learn to fall to pieces. You compromise and they learn to compromise. You give up and they learn to give up. But on the other hand, even in the dark and difficult times of your life, when they see you walking through that and you rely on the Lord and you trust in the Lord, your children are going to learn to rely on the Lord and trust in the Lord. When they see mama calling on Jesus in prayer they're going to learn to call on Jesus in prayer when they see mama praising her way through the battles they're going to learn they can praise their way through the battles too your children will follow your example this mother of Moses Jochebed walked with great faith I love the faith that she had because she trusted the Lord. She, she trusted the Lord that he had a special purpose and plan for her son. And no doubt, we all believe God has a, a perfect plan and purpose for our children. In Exodus 2, verse 2, I love what it says right here. It says that she saw that her son was a fine child. He's fine. I can hear it right now. My son's fine. You know, I don't think I've ever met an ugly baby. I really hadn't. Well, maybe one. I've seen a picture of one. Get Johnny Summerlin to show you the picture. He's up there in the sound booth, isn't he? <clears throat> Lord, help us. She said, my son is fine child. That's a fine young man. That's a fine young lady. You know what she was saying that there's a purpose and there was a plan over her son. That, that means when she said he's a fine child, it means that Moses was beautiful and special. Many Bible scholars agree when you read behind people, they kind of are all uh, in agreement together and they affirm that what, what it was meant here when they said fine child, it means that, that somehow God impressed something into this mother's heart that, that her son had a great purpose uh, for his life and Jochebed, she saw, it says she saw her son that he was a fine child. She saw with eyes of faith great potential in her, in her son Moses. And my encouragement would be to every mom here, God help you, God help you to see your children the way, the way she saw Moses. God help us to see them as uh, beautiful blessings and, and not a bother. God help us to see our children uh, as a gift from God. God help us to see our children with potential and purpose for their life. This mother had great expectation for her son. 
And I encourage all moms today, listen, use your eyes of faith and look to your children and see them with potential and see them with purpose and speak it over their life. My child is a fine child. God's hands on my child. God's got a purpose and plan for my child. There's something God wants to do in my son, something God wants to do in my daughter. I'm believing for God's purpose over my family, over my boys, over my girls. I'm going to see it like she did. I'm going to speak it like she did and I'm going to do it in faith and I'm going to tell the devil you don't have no authority to be here this is not your territory you will not have them they belong to the Lord they're fearfully they're wonderfully made God has a plan for them to prosper them not to harm them to give them a hope and give them a future hallelujah 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 Rise up, moms. Rise up and speak in faith. Look in faith and say, my child is fine. I can hear them youngins now. Mama, am I fine? I tell mine they're fine all the time. You're walking a fine line right now. Lord, help us. This mother of Moses put her faith to work. What do you mean by that? Well, the Bible says that she made a, a watertight basket and she put Moses in that basket. The Bible tells us that faith without works is dead. That's what James 2.17 says. And she put her faith to work. I mean, she was seeing with faith. She was speaking with faith. But she put her faith to work. Her hands started working. Her feet started working. And she started gathering those things. And she built, she built a, a watertight basket uh, for that baby, that baby Moses. And when she began to move by faith, guess what? God began to move. She began to move, God began to move. The Bible says that Pharaoh's daughter came down to the river to bathe and she discovered that baby boy Moses and she felt sorry for him and Moses was rescued. You see, when we move in faith, God moves. When we move in faith, God moves. God moved in what seemed to be an impossible situation. And he took what the enemy meant for evil and God turned it in for good. God moved. When she moved, God moved. God moved and Moses was saved. God, was, God moved and Moses was put right back in the care of his mother. Listen, she moved, God moved, and not only was Moses put back in her care, but she got paid to do it. And that just tells me, friend, that God can do exceedingly abundantly more than we could ever ask for or imagine. That tells me that God is in control and God has a plan. And that tells me that God is making a way even when there don't seem to be a way. And we need to trust God's promises and purposes to prevail over our family, over our children, over the next generation. Please hear me. We cannot just sit back and let the devil have free reign over this next generation. I'm speaking to you moms and dads, grandparents, church family. We cannot just sit back and let the devil have free reign. We need to step up. We need to arise up. We need to move in faith so when we move, God will move in their life. God help us. Jochebed put Moses in that watertight basket. She was doing her part. That's a lesson for us. Do what you can with what you have in your hands. Do what you can with what you have in your hands. 
She did the best she could with what she had and she trusted the Lord to do the rest. We need to do our part. We need to do what we can with what's in our hands. But listen, sooner or later, you got to put them in the hands of God. You hear me? You do, you do the best you can with what you have. You do what you can with what's in your hands. But sooner or later, you got to let them go and you got to put them in the Lord's hands. Just like she put that basket into the Nile. She was putting them in the Lord's hands. When they take off and go to school for the first time, Lord have mercy. You, you, you know, uh, when my boys first started school, I was working in a different kind of uh, place and I, I was always gone in the morning times before my children went to school and Lisa was left there and she, she witnessed them uh, taking them to school for the first time, getting them dropped off. And, and, and listen, my boys rode a school bus and they got on the school bus and they rode to the school and she would tell me how man it just would tear your heart all to pieces and then when things changed and uh, I was able to stay home some and, and to uh, put the boys on the school bus and Caden was pretty much I mean we well he was, on for, he was out for himself holding his own ground by then but then I watched Lucas one day and all you could see from the behind was that little backpack and two little legs and when I watched him step up on that bus and I'm looking out the window, I'm like, oh, Jesus. It's amazing. But you know what? Sooner or later, you got to let them go and you got to put them in the Lord's hands. And God help us to do that. God help us to go to work on behalf and, 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 and put them in the Lord's hands, but build something that will help them to walk out the, the purpose of God. And she built something that helped Moses work out, walk out the purposes of God. And we need to work. And how many of you know this morning that, that parenting is work? Come on, any parents in the house, raise your hand. Hey, how about parenting? It isn't only work, it's hard work. It's hard work. I mean, it's one thing to uh, change a diaper and plug in a passy, but you let them get teenagers? I need counseling now. <laughs> Parenting's work. It's not an easy task. The work of prayer over them the work of training them up in the word of the Lord, the work of training them up in the ways of the Lord. Listen to me, the work is hard. The work is hard, but the work is your job. It is your job, mom, dad, grandparents. It is your job. Please hear me. It starts in the home. I hear people all the time, well, if they had prayer back in school and, and the word of God back in school, things be different. Well, it'd be good if they'd come along and support it, but it all starts in home, at the home. Why are you going to expect them to do it at school and you're not even doing it at home? So don't expect the school to do it and don't expect the college to do it and don't expect the culture to do it. The task is yours. It's time to arise in faith, step up and do your part and train them up in the word of the Lord, train them up in the ways of the Lord and work and pray over them. Hallelujah. The task is yours. The task is mine. To love my kids and to lead them to Christ. She did what she could with what she had. Mamas, do what you can with what you have. You may not have everything, but you can pray. You can pray. You may not have everything, but you have the cross. You have your, you have your salvation. You have your testimony. You have a, a church family. You have your love for the Lord. 
you listen, you may not have everything, but you have what you need. You pray over them. You pray the word of God over them. You pray for protection over them. You pray, Lord, keep them from the evil one. You give them the word. You give them the love of Christ, and you look at them, and you speak blessings over their life. Don't tear them down with your words. Build them up with your words. Arise up, for your children are watching, and we need to move in faith so God can move in their life. That was the introduction. So let me just share with you, just real quick here, we also need to arise in courage. We need to arise in courage. I read to you Hebrews 11.23. It says that Moses' parents, they were not afraid of the king's edict. It means that he, they, were not, they were not afraid of the law of the land. They were not afraid of it. It reminds me of what happened in Acts when the law of the land was... Uh, uh, contrary to what God's word says and the, the apostle said it's better for us to obey God than man I'm not telling you to uh, reject authority that's why we need to pray for those in authority but I'm telling you right now if the law of the land is contrary to the word of God we stand for God's word we stand for God's word come on hallelujah and we don't need to be afraid to stand for the word of the Lord we need to have courage this mother risked her life for her son I wonder how many Mama bears in here would risk their life for their children. Every single one of you would. She could have been killed for, for uh, hiding her son. She was violating the law of the land so she could save her son. We need godly mothers. We need some spiritual mama bears who will rise up in courage and say enough is enough. This mother was not afraid, and I'm here to declare to you today, moms, don't be afraid for the Lord God. He is with you. He is with you. He's fighting for you. Your family is worth the risk. Your son is worth the risk. Your daughter is worth the risk. The risk will be great, but your children are worth fighting for. So have the courage to stand up. Have the courage to say to this culture around us that you know what? For me and my house, we're going to serve the Lord. We're going to serve the Lord. Have the courage to stand. We need godly mothers who will rise in courage and fight for their family and fight for this next generation. Moms, listen to me. Do you realize how vital you are for shaping the future of a nation? Rise up and say enough is enough. I'm going to trust the Lord and I'm going to have the courage to stand because my family and this next generation, they are worth fighting for. Have the courage to teach your children what is right and what is wrong. Have the courage to take the word of God and show them there is, in the, according to the word of God, there is a right and there is a wrong. Teach them. Teach them that same-sex marriage is wrong. God defined marriage to be uh, between man and a woman. Teach them. Teach them who they are in Christ. If God created them female, they're female, not male. If God created them male, they're male and not female. Teach them that Transgender is wrong. Teach them that same-sex marriage is wrong. Teach them that sex before marriage is wrong. Have the courage to teach your children what's right and what's wrong. And rise up and be courageous. You're not going to be popular for standing up and saying that. I can tell you that. 
But are you willing to have the courage to stand? Praise God. We need to arise not only in courage, but we need to arise in reward. What do you mean by that? Well, it says that when Pharaoh's daughter saw baby Moses, she felt sorry for him, and then Moses was put right back in the care of his own mama, and she was paid to do it. Listen to me, moms. There is a reward for your faithfulness. There is a reward for your courage. There is a reward for the for the. Uh, uh, love and the grace and the work that you're putting in to building something for your family. Don't give up. Don't get discouraged. Keep building because there is a reward. What is the reward? Well, for her, Moses was saved. Moses was rescued. Moses was used to deliver God's people and take them to the promised land. The reward was that, that Moses began to walk by faith himself. Don't you want your children to walk in faith? And, and Moses began to walk in faith. And don't miss this because Moses, we read later, he's in the great hall of fame of faith chapter in Hebrews 11. But don't miss this. Man, the Lord showed it to me. It might not mean as much to you as it did me, but Moses is in the hall of fame of faith for walking in faith and trusting God and how the Lord worked in his life. But right before you read about Moses' faith, you read about his mom and daddy first. They're first. It took somebody to lay the groundwork before their son came along. It took a mama and daddy who lived out their faith and walked in faith that influenced and impacted their son, and now he's walking in faith. Moses may have never made it. He may have never walked in faith. It hadn't been for a mom and daddy who decided, I'm going to rise up and I'm going to have faith and I'm going to have courage. But because they did, we read right behind their story, Moses' story. And Moses walked through some very dark and difficult times because of a godly mother and father who showed him how. And your kids, listen to me, please. We're about to wrap it up. Your kids are going to see how mom and daddy had some very dark and difficult times in their life. I don't care who you are. Mom and daddies have dark and difficult times they go through. And, and your kids are going to see those times in your life where you walk through that. But you know what? You kept trusting God through it. You kept uh, leaning on the Lord and he brought you through and your children, they're never going to forget how you pressed on in faith, how you pressed on in courage and they're going to know that if God did it for my mom and daddy, then God can do it for me too. Hallelujah. Amen. So don't give up. The reward is if you train up a child in the way he should go, even when he is old, he will not depart from it. Hallelujah. Some of you are still standing on that. Keep believing that. God will reward you. God will reward you, moms. Stay faithful. Stay courageous. Brother, if you want to come, Pastor Kevin, I want to encourage the moms. Listen to me, please, on this Mother's Day. I don't know if this has been encouraging or not, but I'm sharing to you what God's put on my heart. And I want to say to you, don't become weary in doing good. Don't let your guard down. Listen to me, moms. Don't let your guard down. Even after, they're, even after they're grown and gone, I know they're out on their own, but you don't let your guard down. You keep working in prayer over them. You keep sharing the word with them. Don't take your eyes off of Jesus. 
God is going to use you to raise up some kingdom men and kingdom women. God's going to use you to raise up some champions for Christ. But it's all going to come when you decide, I'm going to arise. I'm going to arise in faith. I'm not going to let the the culture around me, the environment around me, the darkness around me, I'm not going to let it stop me. If if Jochebed can live a righteous life, if God can move in her life in one of the most dark and difficult times, then God can work in my life too. And God can work in my family too. That son that needs to be rescued, God can rescue him. That daughter that needs to be rescued, God can rescue her. That family that's all broken, God can put it back together. He's able to do all things. You believe that, right? It's praying, Lord, show me. Lord, how would, how, would you want to, how would you want the moms to respond to your word? And I believe with my heart that God would say, you know what, if there's mothers in that place today and their heart is to arise in faith and arise in courage, have them stand and have them stand and say, I'm, I'm all in. I'm not backing down from the enemy. I, I, God has called me for such a time as this. I'm going to rise up. I'm going to trust the Lord. I'm going to rely on the Lord. I'm going to have courage. I don't care what the, what the uh, things around me do and, and how people react around me. It may not be the most popular thing, but I'm going to stand and I'm going to fight for my children and I'm going to fight for this next generation. If you're a mother that's here and that's your heart, I want you to arise. Arise. Hallelujah. 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 Here's what I want you to do. Do me a huge favor. I, I'm, I'm Mother's Day. I know you got plans, but I want you to do me a favor just for the next two or three minutes. Make your way. All moms, arise and make your way here. Make your way here to the front, please. We want to pray over you. Pray God's anointing over you. We got room. Just come up close. All mothers, all mothers, please. Hallelujah. Just continue to spread out and make room for one another. Wow, what a beautiful, beautiful sight. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Just continue to come in so others behind you can uh, file down to the sides. If we have to, we'll just fill up the uh, walkways there. To God be the glory. To God be the glory. To God be the glory. Praise the Lord. Can we give the Lord a hand for these special ladies here? I want you all to do me a favor. I just want you to hold your hands out like this, like you're going to receive something from the Lord. Father, in the name of Jesus, Jesus, would you, by your Holy Spirit right now, would you just fill every one of these moms, Lord, with a fresh anointing in their life right now, God. I pray, Lord, that you would, God, stir them, God, to have a a, a spirit inside of them that would arise in faith and arise in courage, God. And, Lord, I pray, Lord, on this Mother's Day, God, that they would just acknowledge, Lord, that... They're, they're building, they're building something for your glory, God. They're building something for this next generation, God. And Lord, they would realize the importance to what they're doing, God, and how, uh, how special it is, Lord. And I pray, God, that you would guide them and help them, 
God, give them wisdom, Lord, with their families. God, I pray a protection over their family right now. Keep them, keep them from the evil one, God. Keep them safe. Keep them protected, God. And I pray that these mothers would, Lord, that they would use what they can with what they have, God, and they would begin to work, God, in a way that would glorify you, the work of prayer, the work of the word, the work of training their children and families and this next generation up in the ways of God. Lord, we pray over them now. God, that they would continue to stand for their children. God, that they would not allow the devil to have foothold. God, that they would be women of God that would submit to the authority of your word, God, and they would rise up. God, give them a rise up spirit right now. Fill them with it, Lord. Fill them with it, Lord, to rise up and fight for the faith and fight with courage. Devil, you will not have no place in my family. I rebuke you now. My children, my grandchildren, they belong to the Lord. They're yours, God. I speak it over them. I see it over them. My child is fine. He's a fine child. She's a fine child. God, you got a purpose and a plan over their life. And no weapon formed against them would ever prosper. Lord, they belong to you. In the name of Jesus, in the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus, just impart that rise up spirit, Lord, inside of each one of these mothers. Lord, they'll have the same faith and courage that Jochebed had over her son Moses. And Lord, if there's any one of these mothers that are here today, God, and, and maybe their children, maybe a son or a daughter, they may be in trouble like Moses was in trouble. They, they may be in a, a dark situation, difficult time right now. Lord, I pray you'll give them the help they need, Lord. And Lord, rescue their children, God. Rescue them from the hand of the enemy right now, God. I pray in the name of Jesus. God, open their heart, open their eyes, God. Lord, save, save these young men and young ladies, these sons and daughters. Save them. Save these grandchildren, God. We're believing, God, that you would turn their life around. Turn their life around in the name of Jesus, in the name of Jesus. Come on, right there where you are, would you just connect with the mother beside you? Put your hand on her shoulder around. Would you, would you begin to pray for the mother beside you? Come on, lift your voice right now and just pray for that mom beside you right now. Pray for her, pray for her, pray for her. Just speak blessing over her life. Lord, bless this mother. Bless this mother, God. Bless this mother, God. Strengthen this mother, God. Encourage this mother, God. I pray, Lord, that you would pour out your blessing over their life right now, God. Help her, Lord. Help her not to give up, God. Help her, God, to press on, God. Help her to have faith, God. Help her to have courage, God. Lord, help her to stand, God, when nobody else will stand, God. Strengthen this woman, God. Strengthen this mother right now, God. Lord, your power be made perfect in her weakness. Your grace be sufficient in her life, God. Right now, in the name of Jesus, I declare it, God. Be a shield over her. Be a protector over her, God. Bless this mother, Lord. Help her today, God. Not to give in, not to give up, but to stand, to stand for your glory to live for your glory. Keep praying, keep praying, keep praying. In the name of Jesus, in the name of Jesus, in the name of Jesus, while you're praying, let's sing this over them right now. Let's just declare it over them right now. Come on, mothers, come on, speak it.